away. We wanted men. such an awesome opening but anyway let's try it again welcome to episode 117 of the smugglers galaxy podcast your favorite star wars podcast for smugglers in the galaxy but don't dot, dot com dot com <laughs> wolf.com uh, i'm glenn with me is jason so this is take number two take two let's see what happens jason how you doing this evening well, I have internet now, so that's a <laughs> that's a positive. Yes. We're in the middle of like we're ten seconds in and the entire internet in my house went down. Oh, that sucks. So yeah. yeah. But I'm here. Yay. Rocking it. Rocking and rolling. So how was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was good. We had tons of uh in-laws over. And by in-laws I mean my mother in law and, and I guess stepfather in law and uh my parents. So yeah, it was good. <laughs> awesome. We uh we uh brined a turkey and then we cooked it and then we brined another turkey and we cooked it so we had tons of leftovers which lasted us until today Sunday. Wow. I made like 13 pounds of mashed potatoes because we were expecting more people, but today we made shepherd's pie so we were able to use some of those which was good. Yeah. How was yours? It's all right. We went up to uh my in-laws uh retirement home up in near helen and kind of chilled out for three days or four days or whatever went to helen yesterday and uh helen i kind of limp it in with like the ren fair it's like one of those things where you feel like i gotta go do this every like two three years and you get in there and about an hour into it you're like why the hell am i here because it's the same crap over and over again but went there and kind of hung out played a bunch of cards had some turkey Smoke some yeah. cigars. Nice. That was fun. Nice. Yeah. Nothing too exciting. My past couple of days, you know, Turkey Day was over and we were getting ready for that winter social. So it's been full steam ahead, cleaning and dusting. And I spent a couple hours yesterday dusting. And I'm sure there's still things in my collection room that are in need of being dusted. But at this point, whatever. Don't yeah. judge me on my dust, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, how many times did you watch Elf? None. None really so far. yeah oh because it was like on 24 hours like yeah CBS i didn't catch something. that I, I caught uh christmas story christmas and today they're doing 24 hours of uh christmas vacation so i caught a little okay. bit of that gotcha yeah i was we were watched it the other night and we missed like the first 30 minutes of it just because we were flipping channels i'm like elf's on let's watch elf so trying to explain elf to my in-laws 30 minutes in is kind of interesting because they just don't get it they were like why is this guy acting like this and you try to explain to him that for some reason he because i don't even know the whole story i mean i haven't watched it in a minute so i don't know why he ended up in the north pole but it's like this guy 
was raised by elves. How do you get in the North Pole? I don't know. He was in an orphanage and he crawled into Santa's bag. And when he got home, he realized that, uh, yeah, he wasn't supposed to be there. And they gave him to one of the head elves and the head elves, you know, raised him. But he lives outside of our world. So he doesn't have the cynicism or the pessimism. He's 100% optimistic about everything. He gets excited. He's got this childlike wonder. Do I have to keep going into the reasons why I like Elf? No, you love Elf. And, and you know. Uh, son of a nutcracker. Yeah, son of a nutcracker. It was a good show. And then and then um, John Favreau's in it. And you're like, and I'm like, should I just say that that dude like is the masterful, you know, is, you know, has made Star Wars what, you know, is partially responsible for what Star Wars is today. And they would just not care. I just shut up. He did more than guest star in the, show, the movie he directed it right exactly yeah so it's just you ever seen the meme where it's like you know yes. john favaro he, he wrote a wrote it wanted to write a christmas movie wrote the best christmas movie he wanted to do you know iron he wanted to do a superhero movie and he you know relaunched the whole mcu and now he's doing star wars so yay dave filoni it was also we also watched um you ever heard of that movie sex tape It's yes, got, I've heard of it. Yeah, so we ended up watching that with my in-laws too, and that was very uncomfortable because it's got some very gratuitous. It, there's not a, there's some some language in there that I'm just sort of like I don't know. I'm really uncomfortable watching this with my in-laws. But yeah, I'm not sure I'd watch a movie called Sex Tape with my in-laws. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, we got free HBO. Pick a movie." And my wife was like, "You want to watch this?" I said, "Yeah, it's all right." And about halfway through it, you're like, "Crap." Yeah, yeah there was a red flag there in the title, and would be like, "No." Yeah. Not that one. Let's watch Elf again. Yeah, but I don't know. I didn't know Elf was on yet. Uh, yeah, you okay. had a well. You had a, a, I'm being huh? funny. I'm not being. You're right. Yeah, I know. I should have been like. I should have been. I, that that the what, your voice was in the back of my head going. You know it. Yeah, it was in the title, dude. You you should have listened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, you had an eventful. You live and learn. Yeah, you had an eventful couple of days before Thanksgiving, though, didn't you? Like a... <laughs> Are you gonna get into that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. I was uh, a little upset at my daughter for something, and I grabbed the Pyrex out of the drawer. And when I pulled it out, I was careless, and the side of the Pyrex hit the side of the stove. And this was Tuesday night, and uh, I heard something shatter, and I just assumed because I had broken Pyrex before that I had broken another Pyrex. And then I started thinking. Like everything started catching up in my mind because this is all happening in slow motion. I put the Pyrex down and I see on the ground that there's a little piece of black glass and the Pyrex is clear. So something's not adding up in my head. And then I see that it's the side of the stove. So the stove had like a a glass door to it. And I hit that and that broke. And then my brain is catching up and I'm hearing little... And it's the the cracking. The glass is cracking for like 10, 15 minutes. Oh, my God. It's safety glass to prevent, you know, the whole thing from coming down and breaking everything. But we, uh, I called my wife down. And I'm glad it was me that broke it because that way I can't be mad at anyone else. It's my own <laughs> dumb fault for doing this. And so, um, yeah, she comes down and she's looking at it. She's like, oh, okay. So, like, I'm starting to sweep up some of the glass that fell. And I'm like let's just get this over with because it's still shattering. And I just slammed the, I didn't slam. I touched the 
the broom to the glass and the whole thing just kind of fell down into thousands of pieces and we scooped that up and like i said we we cooked two turkeys so we had to get an oven yeah we went to best buy they have that scratch and dent place right next to the the best buy up in off of cob yeah not cob uh barrett parkway barrett yeah um so we went in there and uh we were just looking at them like we have a Samsung uh, microwave right above it. That's a Samsung. Let's get that one. <laughs> um, but it's got bells and whistles that we didn't plan on getting. It's got like bread rising and my wife loves cooking. So she's going to she's going to have a field day with it. But yeah, I was able to get it home installed. I took the old one out, put that in the garage. There's a place that can come out and pick up old appliances for free. They just need to replace the door. I mean, it's a working um it's a working thing. It's just the door needs to be replaced. And and then uh what Thursday night. So I installed it on Wednesday. Thursday night, I'm walking around I'm like, why are my legs so like so like why did my legs hurt so much? And duh, I was lifting an appliance upstairs. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah, my wife was saying that, yeah, Shannon was talk commenting about how she loved her new stoves. So I was like, sweet. I guess they got it installed and ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, I, I turned that thing right around. Yeah. That way I you. could yeah, that way I could start cooking. And then uh it was funny, she's like, I wanted a new refrigerator. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can you swing the Pyrex in the refrigerator next, please? Yeah. Well, this this oven doesn't have full glass covering full glass face. It's got like a steel uh frame around it. So mm-hmm. if I were to hit the thing this this time, I wouldn't hit the 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 glass door. What am I trying to say? I'd hit the steel and the the door itself will remain intact. Right. Jeez. But yeah, I don't have a car right now. That was being frustrating. So they didn't give you a rental when they worked on it? No, like it was supposed to be a two day thing. I turned it in on Saturday of last week because it was fine because my wife was out of town. I was using her car and then they replaced the part and some. Thing was leaking oil, so they're waiting for that part. Should have been there on Friday. They don't have the part, so it's like, I'm not sure I'm going to recommend this place to people. <laughs> Jeez, uh, where should I go buy a car? I'll tell you, not this place. Okay, good. Yeah, but yeah, that stinks, dude. I did pick up a uh, black series. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a silver lining in yeah. there, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did pick up Black Series, the uh, Shore Trooper from Andor, and then I got that uh, Imperial. He's in the black suit with the, you know, the like a space balls looking helmet thing. Uh huh. He looks a lot like Al Pacino. Huh. Um, but I don't even remember ordering this thing, so I got it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's all yeah. I got. Yeah, I got um my wife found the phantom two lego set on makari and uh i'm like hey is it complete she's like yeah sure it's just missing the minifigs it was like 30 bucks i think she paid like 35 dollars for it ship and it shows up today and there's pieces missing so i had to spend like another 20 bucks on lego.com ordering spare parts for it um and then after i come upstairs she had the uh, lego uh advent calendar for me so i get to do that this year i think that's all i picked up Nothing too exciting. It's no. we're we do finally have at least a window for our home reno 
So that's kind of exciting. We were talking with my neighbor on Monday and we we're like, dude, just, just give me a window. I don't, I don't need an exact date. Just give me a window time. So he, he said it, he goes, you know what? We'll do it the second week of January. Cause he's like, the windows came in too, way too fast. And uh, we'll just set it for the second week of January. Cool. So at least I can breathe a little easier, but all my stuff's put up. So we were going to get the Christmas stuff out today, but it didn't happen. I think no, we've had Christmas up for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. Social. And, we, uh, what else? Yeah. Well, we had gotten home. My wife got a whole bunch of packages from Amazon. So she was digging through those and just never mm-hmm. went, never got to uh, Christmas stuff. Been buying a lot of frames to frame up stuff and get it on the wall before the <laughs> social too. Yeah. That's another thing is I still got to figure out all that stuff. I still got art that I got to put up and. Yeah. Art that I got to move around and we're losing walls. So, um, yeah, I'm not kind of looking forward to that, but we'll see. Uh, Disney has a new CEO. That's exciting, man. That is pretty exciting. Did that happened the, the night after we recorded the last dude, episode. No, it happened. We recorded it like on, as soon as the episode was in the can, that's, that's broke. Right. Mm. I don't remember it, so it, much that happens. Then. <laughs> it literally, it felt like the episode we were done recording. I just edited it and posted it. And next thing you know, Bob Chapek's out of uh, Disney. And we were like, what the hell, man? Yeah, it seemed like one of those internet rumors that you would, you know, like wishful thinking rumors. Like, you know, George Lucas is coming back to run Lucasfilm. I'm not saying I'm wishing that, but that's the kind of rumor it is. Like, Bob Iger's coming back to run Disney and Chapek's out. And like, not in a million years would that ever happen. Right. It, well, yeah, it, it broke it. It, ha- it broke it like 1030 at night, too. It was a, just an odd time for that stuff to break. Yeah. It happened that night, too. Like It probably happened a couple hours before then because Chapek was at that uh, John, not John, sorry, uh, Elton John concert at the Brooklyn, Do- uh, the Dodger Stadium. <laughs> and he got a phone call and they said, apparently all they said was, uh, Chapek, you're out. Our lawyers are going to call your lawyers, and that was the extent of the conversation. Wow! And so, for the rest of, of the show, yeah. Well, there was a Disney. I don't know if it was a Disney booth or a Disney tent, but a lot of the executives were there, and their phones are blowing up, and they're like, "I got to go. I got to figure out if uh, I have a job." Wow. Well, that was a big thing. I think Disney Plus aired that um, concert, so they would have had a bunch of people there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow it's bad enough getting fired but then getting fired in front of everybody yeah it was it was something that had to be done because uh over the summer look galaxy's edge there was an imagineer an executive who kind of oversaw that and because of the i don't how do you judge if something like that's successful i guess in in disney's eyes in some way it wasn't successful Maybe because it didn't make billions of dollars, it just made a billion dollars or something like that. Yeah. Um, they got rid of one of the executives. JPEG didn't take the fall. And then something else happened over this summer. Another executive took the fall. So this past um, uh, quarterly report came out, and the executive's the CFO was like, um, this isn't good for me, and judging by what's happened in the past, I'm about to lose my job. So they went to the board and they told the board, look, he's going to get rid of everyone. 
If we don't act now and get rid of him, the company that we know will never be the same ever again. We're going to lose all these people. We can't get them back. Um, and so the board took uh, some emergency actions and they brought in Iger. They brought him in on Friday and uh, hired him on Sunday. They had got all the terms done. He's got a two-year contract with Disney, which some CEOs are thinking, you know, you can't do a lot in two years. You have to do like five. But we'll see what happens. Um, the mood at Disney at the Disney parks were cheerful the following day. Everyone was in a great mood. I, um, I heard that during the because that was it was announced about the same time as fireworks. So there was a lot of people cheering during the fireworks because yeah. it was kind of breaking at the same time. Um, reservation system is about to go away, but that has nothing to do with the with the Iger coming in. Apparently, this was already there in place with uh, JPEG. It was like low-hanging fruit. They've got so many projections about, you know, we've got this many people who've bought tickets. We've got this many rooms sold out. You know, based on this information, this is how many people we can expect at the park. Like, they've got so much historical information. They don't need the reservation system. And the other thing that uh, JPEG did, which it's not illegal, but it's shady. They had two big projects. They had that Doogie Hauser reboot, and they had the... Um, a Benedict Society show come out uh -huh. on Disney Plus, and they hyped it up, but then they dropped it a day early before its premiere date on Disney Channel or Disney XD, and they wrote off all of the marketing budget on the Disney XD to make Disney Plus look like it didn't spend all that money. Right. So there's some she. It's not illegal because it's all one company, but it's still shady, and it's it's a gray area. So there was a lot of stuff going on. I'm happy. I'm never happy for someone to lose a job, but I'm happy that Disney's got this brighter future. And Iger was always a great um, uh, proponent for uh, supporter of Disney, uh, excuse me, Lucasfilm making movies. Um, JPEG was all streaming. And I don't understand why a lot of their projects went straight to streaming when they should have gone to the theater first. I mean, we're kind of past the COVID stuff. Um, you made billions of dollars in the theater. You don't make billions of dollars on a movie in streaming so yeah i guess we'll see I, I i i'm i'm enjoying what they've done with with the stuff putting it on tv because you know the stuff the storytelling we were able to get with andor and uh, i think mandalorian could have been made in a couple of movies but you know just because but the because the storytelling wasn't there like it was with andor but yeah, you're not going to make billions, like you said, in in streaming. And apparently, yeah, you had said that he was moving a lot, lot of, lot more money around. And and like when we were talking about it a few days ago, it's like you could only cut so much because you're raising prices and you're laying people off and you're cutting it. Because when when we went in 2019, we got a dining plan. We were able to get in early. You know, dining plan you had to pay for, but you know. Um, you got your uh, magic bands for free. You were getting in the park two, three hours early. You got to stay an hour or so late. There was a lot more to the Disney experience and staying on in the Disney bubble, staying on site. Uh, and all that stuff went away in the last few years. And it's, uh, you know, he's trying to cut, you know, save the bottom line, but there's only so much saving you can do. I mean, we had that happen in my job where you start cutting, cutting everything and, people aren't happy so you yeah. know and it's it's a lot different when you're running a company like disney 
where you everybody it's a household name and when people aren't happy with disney they quit going and quit spending money and you know something's got to give and i don't think it's a coincidence that the following day disney announces that the dvc club members are gonna get 30 percent off the star cruiser hey good for them man it's about time they start discounting that because yeah nobody's talking about it anymore Mm-mm. So much so that uh, Disney has invited some more of the social media influencers to come back and check out the place. I wonder if they'll do a, a low budget podcast, invite a low budget podcast in, over. <laughs> yeah, bring <laughs> us over. I thought you were going with Lobot for some reason. Lobot. <laughs> low, budget. Lobot. low budget <laughs> podcast. Just, just have we- some guy walk around with a big thing around his head, just looking at people and not talking and just walking around lobots here yeah you know if disney does listen to this podcast i'll come give you a review of your star cruiser yeah yeah i'll review that yeah i'll give it glowing reviews i will yes give me a free trip and i'll give you glowing reviews that's the exchange exactly i would have no problem even if it stunk i'd still give it a glowing review yeah but But, yeah I mean, I'm looking forward to it and I'm glad that they've did a change because I, you know, I want to take my grandkids there in a couple of years and it, that's not the Disney I wanted to take them to. I want to go back down and it wasn't the Disney I wanted to go to. So, you know, hopefully I know it'll take time, but I'm definitely hoping it'll, it'll go on the right track. Um, yeah. all, is it Josh? Who's the good looking guy that you met? Oh, uh, Josh. No, that's Jason. Yeah. You're talking about me? <laughs> the good looking guy? Yes, Josh. Was Josh it? tomorrow. Josh tomorrow. He's, he's in charge of all the parks, isn't he? I've heard that, that that's sort of the rumor that they're going to bring him up. Yeah, there's three rumors. There's a Dana who's in charge of creative. I, I can't remember her last name. I know Josh tomorrow because I've met him a couple times. Um, he probably remembers me because I'm so handsome. <laughs> um, hey, you host that low budget podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's strange that you haven't, with all of my beauty, you haven't invited me onto your Star Cruise yet. <laughs> um, yeah, those two are candidates for CEO. However, I don't know. I, I'd probably, I don't know about Josh. Anyways, there was another uh, media conglomerate that owns a bunch of properties, and there's talk about um, Disney buying that to make Tom Stags who used to run Disney or excuse me, who used to be part of Disney and was in line to become CEO. And then there was some sort of shareholder that something or other where the shareholders were not happy and they had a bitter thing against, you know, Tom Staggs become CEO over this person and they blocked it. So Tom Staggs left leaving Bob Iger with no one. And that's how we got stuck, stuck with Chapek. All the conspiracy theorists are coming out with, uh, JPEG has been the fall guy from the beginning, and I'm just, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, so that's another option is that they would buy this company, bring over these two CEOs, and you would have that two people running the company, just like Walt did with his brother. You had um, Frank Wells with Michael Eisner. Like those were some of the golden days of the, the, the company. So if you had two more people running the company again, one handling the finances and the other one handling the creative, you know, you need both. You need somebody being responsible with the money, but you need somebody being creative. And right now, I felt like with Chapek, it was all money. There was no creative. Right. So I'm kind of leaning towards that. The other scenario is that Apple buys Disney and Iger would be the last CEO of Disney ever. Mm-hmm. 
which I'm not a fan of. I haven't really thought out why, but I'm just like, <laughs> eh, I don't know about that. If you have an iPhone, you get the you know free fast pass. Why not? Yeah. Do you do you know why stormtroopers only use iPhones? Why? Because they never can find the androids they're looking for. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um yeah, that's that's the that's the cheese with the Disney stuff. And as it relates to Star Wars, I just hope it means more Star Wars movies. Let's let's get this going. Let's get back in the theater and uh let's do something fun and something good, mixture of humor and, and uh action and adventure and character development. Let's do it, brah. Yeah, man. Um yeah, I'm hoping let's let's and then don't do it every year like you did. Give us a couple of years to breathe, man. Yeah. Well, I meant to bring up my survey. Like I was just hanging out the other day and I decided to use Facebook polls and I made a poll about what people's favorite Disney Plus Star Wars streaming series was in yeah. 2022. So what was it? What was the uh well Andor was, was number one, but I'm wondering if it's like, you know. We're still warm on Andor. The uh, the fun hasn't cooled yet. You know, mm-hmm. like if this was Book of Boba Fett, would be people be picking up or, or going with Book of Boba Fett as their favorite? I don't know if that just came out, but I'm stalling as I pull up the poll. <laughs> no, I'd have to agree. I mean, I think if Book of no, you know what, Book of Boba Fett was so so many people were hating on it that I don't think people would have picked it. I think it was underwhelming. Book of Boba Fett wise. So just while I'm pulling this poll up, what are your top, you know, there's only four shows, Book of Boba and or Obi-Wan and Tales of the Jedi. How would you place them from first to four? Um, Right now it would be Andor, um, Obi, probably Tales and then Boba Fett just because. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think Tales of the Jedi um, progressed story-wise better than book of boba fett did yeah it filled in a lot more holes than uh book of boba book of boba fett was just sort of roger rodriguez robert rodriguez having fun with the character and you know when it when it ends with everybody laughing you you kind of leaves a sour taste in your mouth (laughs) (laughs) that's right like a sitcom right it totally ended like a sitcom and i'm like that's not even though it was fun and it was good bubblegum stuff, but it wasn't, you know, I wanted to see Boba Fett being a badass, not being, not going back to Attack of the Clones days. Yeah. Yeah. So I pulled up the poll out of 85 people who voted. Andor came in number one with 50% of the vote. Obi-Wan came in uh, number two with 35% of the vote. Book of Boba Fett came in as third with 8% of the vote. And then Tales of the Jedi, seven percent of the vote so that's how it uh went down it's just it's uh informal not scientific poll but you know, that's what people are thinking and uh let us know send us an email let us know what your favorites were and what your thoughts were on the disney plus shows of well you asked me too how i ranked them how would you rank them i would rank them i would rank i would have to go and or obi-wan book of Boba Fett, tales of the jedi just because tales of the jedi was so short yeah but I could probably do a coin toss, and if if I was forced to make Book of Boba Fett number three, or excuse me, number four, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, that's yeah, that that yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's sort of how I feel too. It's a coin toss, and it's uh, Tales of the Jedi came up in my mind first, but 
I yeah. I enjoyed the storytelling in Tales of the Jedi better than I did Book of Boba Fett. What if for Obi Wan that was the episode three? I think a lot of people thought episode three would be that what that series actually was, but you know, maybe the cliffhanger in episode two was that he becomes Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. So what would if that was the cliffhanger? What would episode three look like? I think episode three would be more like this. All right. Would be more like that Obi Wan. That's I think what people are envisioning: young Luke, young Leia. Um, I think Padme would be around maybe for the first quarter of the movie, hanging out with uh, Leia. So then you've got that the memory thing from Return of the Jedi. You know, she said she's got memories of her mother being sad, oh, and Luke okay. was like, yeah, "I yeah, don't yeah. have any memories." So that you want to have mine. her? You want to have her pass away? Yeah, not not at the end, like the cliffhanger. Maybe. Um, he does something where she's on a ventilator or something like that. Um, Darth Vader does something to Padme mm-hmm. where she's on a ventilator and she's struggling to live and she's frail or something like that. So that's why she's always sad. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's a good theory, dude. I um, yeah, I can I can see that because it trying to come up with something smart sounding, but no, I. <laughs> It sounds good. I don't like that. I, I I like that theory, Jason. It's not a theory. It's just like that would be an interesting take if you kind of got rid of episode one and just went straight to episode two. Which, mm. anyways, <laughs> I don't need to dump on episode two anymore. Well, you know, episode well, you want to you said episode one you get rid of, not episode two. Or, I mean, that would be just a big jump. Because episode two was supposed to be the love story. So, like, if you were to cut episode two and go one, three, and then Obi-Wan show, you would lose that, quote, love story from episode two. You would have to do something at the end of episode one or the at beginning of episode three to show that they're in love. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Anakin risks everything, risks being a Jedi to save Padme from something because he loves her. And that sends him down the dark path. I don't know. I'm just... You, know, you, him. You, you would definitely you you would have to make anakin like grow up real fast because him yeah. being a uh how old was he like nine or ten Something in episode like one yeah that'd be really freaking creepy Yippee! <laughs> like a because she's 13 years older than him right something like that yeah so 21 year old dating a nine-year-old that's kind of creepy yeah that doesn't wait no it's not that much she was like 14 so in episode one it's gonna be like a seven year difference. Okay. Them. Well still. Let's go with seven. Well, then it's... he's seven. I don't know. <laughs> There's somewhere between seven and four years difference between them. You're right. But... Whatever, it'd still be creepy. Yeah. The other thing, like Andor was successful with the politics where Lucas fam- failed in the prequel trilogy with politics. I think it's because they what, go ahead. No, 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 no. I wasn't going to agree. I was going to go right. 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 Um, because they made it more interesting and there's more at stake. So it's like there is a lot of like Mon Mothma can lose everything if she doesn't figure out what to do with that money. Whereas Lucas was just like, we've got a we've got a <laughs> we've got people surrounding you. Um, taxation is happening right now. Uh, you can't pass our uh, blockade, and we're just like this is this is boring. Where 
But if they did something like Padme would die, she's had some sort of disease and she needs to get off the planet, but there's a blockade, you know, you're pulling in the character right there and you're making it more interesting. And that's what they did with Andor. Yeah. Yeah. And Andor, I thought was with all the politics was a little bit hard to follow at times because it's like you miss one sentence and you miss a lot. Um, So it forced you. I I enjoy shows like that, that force you to like put the phone down and pay attention. Right. Right. <laughs> I still need to go back and rewatch the last episode of Andor because I watched it. I did the whole wake up at five in the morning and watch it. And you're still not awake because, you know, you don't want to miss spoilers and there was stuff going on. And we were trying to get out of town and I was watching it. Um, I got about halfway through it when my wife came home from work on Wednesday and it was like, all right, let's go. Um, so I, I, need, I still need to finish watching it. But um I did enjoy that on Andor where it, you they just they did. Yeah, if they would have done episode one, like you said, done it better, that politics, we wanted to mind. But I think they've come a long way with spy thrillers in the 20 years that has made Andor better. Because yes. Andor is a spy thriller, man. Yeah, that was a good one, too. Yeah, and it wasn't like what you were thinking, spy, like somebody, maybe next season will be more of a spy, you know, him spying on the on the empire where this season was every setting up everything yeah um, and people somebody actually said they should have called it like rise of the rebellion instead of andor but i'm like no they had to call it andor to stick with it make everything tie together yeah everything want to watch it everything's happening around andor yeah he's got his stuff to go through and to deal with and everything else is just kind of happening at the same time yeah um you want to talk about this episode a little yeah, bit? Yeah, let's talk about Andor. So we're going to talk spoilers. Um, I don't know what we will talk about. I, I had know. questions about why Cyril and that guy on the train, they switch hats. <laughs> but I found out it's a it's a tactical thing. Uh-huh. If they're out in a crowd, they'll recognize their hat. It's their hat. You know yeah. your hats. Right. So that's why. So if they're looking around and they don't see their hat, then they're like, that's not there. But if they need to quickly identify who who your who your partner is, you see the hat. There's my hat. There he is. Right. So then they come and stop him. And, oh, that's not the guy I was looking for. That makes sense. But that's like a detail so hidden. Like they didn't even explain it, but they, they cared that much to think that through. And that's why I love the show is the details like that. Mm-hmm. There was another one that I can't think about that it was sort of the same thing where it was just something something minute, but there was like so much thought going into it. Yeah. Well, if you know what that is, let me know. Minerva. If I remember it. Yeah. Minerva, that's her name, right? The, Which the one? mother. The mother. Yeah, let's say that's her name. Yeah, sure. Andor's um, mom. Andor's mom, when she's in the hologram, she says fight the empire. Mm-hmm. That's not what she said on set. What did she say on set? She dropped the F-bomb. Oh. Not fight the Empire, but the other thing. Oh. And they pulled it back in the final mix. I guess when they said the S-word, I'm just assuming kids are listening in the car. I have no point. I have no way to know about it. Right. When they when they said, you know, ship is breaking out. <laughs> um, uh, maybe that was too far. And they said, no, let's not drop the F-bomb. Let's bring this back a little bit. Yeah, well, that's the F-bomb is a totally, uh, it's like the next level curse word. Yeah, it's an A-level. Yeah. 
You've got your A level. We're talking with the kids about this this weekend. You have A level, B levels, and C levels. The <laughs> F bomb is definitely the king of all cuss words. What do they say in Christmas Story? The crim de la crim. The... Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> dash 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 dash. Yeah. Oh fudge. fudge. <laughs> um, but I thought that was a very emotional episode. They they left a lot more hanging than I thought they would. Yeah. Uh, with the, uh, um, I can't remember. Is it Deidre? Is that her name? The one that they, the they tortured. Agent. I oh yeah the uh huh. No, that was no Val Blix, right? Blix, Blix yeah. Blix, no. Dude, <laughs> no, you're normally not. really awesome with names. What's going I on? I am. I don't. Maybe it's just the week that I've had that I'm not remembering things. Bix, Bix is her name. Okay. Not not Vlix from. <laughs> not the drugs. not the not the really expensive Star Wars. No, guy. no, no, the one that's going to be the peg warmer. Yeah. Um, no, the uh, ISB agent, like when she gets pulled in by Cyril, I'm like, are they going to kiss? Is that where this is going? Are they, are they now going to become informants of the Empire because they're going to fall in love, and you know, switch, and then they're going to die to save the rebellion in episode right. in season two. I don't know. That was left hanging. I didn't think mm-hmm. that would be left hanging. They were very close, and they were just like she wanted to kiss him. I felt like he wanted to kiss her, but both of them felt the duty that they couldn't get emotionally involved or something. So is that sort of like Jedi, where they can't be involved? Maybe I don't know. But it would kind of go with the theme with the episode before, with the other ISB agent who wanted out because he had a family to protect. You know, maybe this is another one. I don't know. Um, I thought it was a very emotional episode. It had a lot of emotional climax. Even though it was basically just a riot, there was no massive action sequence. Um, it still built up to that, and it was a very satisfying ending. Yeah. I, I'm curious what's going to happen. But yeah, the whole thing, uh, just because, you know, you the ISB agent, I can't even with blitz yeah you know when she's on the ground and everybody's starting getting ready to just freaking beat the crap out of her uh you know you were like yeah we're gonna see some damage here and uh you know then he gets she gets saved by by cyril and uh i just the, the build i think they've done such a good job in these last two series with the obi-wan series and the andor series building up the tension it's like people should take you know they should write a class or something on these these two shows because we all know what happens we all know andor makes it out we don't know who makes it out with him but just the tension that they brought with those two episodes knowing the outcome or seasons no shows or whatever knowing the outcome is amazing um you know and you kept you could just feel you know you're you're seeing that the the bands walk in and you're just the tension is just building you know and and uh, everybody knows what's going on and then the the lady gives her speech the, the mom gives her speech and then she's just like and you're just like oh dude she's gonna start she's gonna say something and it's gonna you 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 just cut the tension with the knife and that was the match that they needed yeah you know to set it off and you um. You know, when that one agent dumped over the droid, everybody, I wanted to kick his butt, man. It's like, why are you going to hurt that poor droid? And then it was on. 
And I was just like, man, it's, it was good. It was just, wow. Incredible mm -hmm. writing. Yep. And, I can't and, agree more. Yeah. And you, and they, they did the same thing with, um, was it earlier in the, cause this season was so long. There were so many episodes. It was where they had two different things going on. So you had the tension of the, 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 like with the heist, you had two or three things going on because you had the tension with the heist and then you had the tension with the, the guys, with the, the settlers and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. They did the same thing on this episode when you had the tension with the, the funeral and Andor trying to get his, his friend out of jail, yeah. get her out of the uh, hotel. Yeah. Bix. Bix. So it, yeah, you're just sitting there at the edge of your seat waiting for something to happen. And yeah, I, and I, and oh, gosh, I'm just trying to, to run it all down in my head because so much stuff happened in that episode. You know, they had the, because after, after the, the riot, um, Cyril saves the blonde and then uh, Andor saves the other girl. Deidre Mero is her name. Okay. That's the uh, ISB. I have the, the, the credits up here so I can get this <laughs> right. Yay! Marva is the mother. Uh, Bix was the person that Andor saves from the hotel. Um, yeah, so they get on that ship and uh, Andor oh, had yeah, something else right. to do. That's and, right. He gets them out and... Uh... Yeah, and it's everybody who started was a big was like a key figure in the riots on that ship. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he didn't really care about his life, and you know, he's looking for his sister. Um, That's he, another thing we didn't solve. Yeah, so he's looking for his sister. He he gets caught up. He gets a way to make some money because of his skills to walk in and grab something and walk out. And he's not really choosing a side, but he's just you know living for himself. And he gets arrested, and maybe that's when things change. We're like, this is not a good thing. Whatever we're doing, this is not good. Um, we're never getting out of here. They're, you know, containing us in a box, and we'll never escape. There's no way to get out. Maybe at that point, he realizes, I have to do something. He also understands that people are hunting him and kill him, to kill him. Right. Luthen and uh, uh, Val were um. Uh, yeah, Luthen and Val were trying to get him and kill him in the episode. I mean, there was a lot at stake up there in that last episode. And I don't know. I thought I thought it was good. And I liked how it ended where he decided, you know, kill me or use me. Let's go. Right. I thought it was Luth turn me in. Or was it use me? I don't know. But he was basically saying, you know, kill me or let's go. Right. Let's, let's be let's let's start a rebellion. Let's do what we need to do. Yes. So I thought it was good. Yeah. It was it was some of the best Star Wars storytelling we've seen in a long time. Yeah. What Man, else? I can't wait for next season. I really can't wait for next season. We should start filming. Maybe they started filming already. I thought it was November they were filming. Yeah. So maybe uh 2024 we'll see season two of Andor. Awesome. I would imagine. I don't think they'd be able to finish it in time in 2023, but maybe like late Christmas. You know what? We've December. got so much content coming out next year that I'm good waiting until 24 for it. Yeah, well, we're not going to be like twiddling our thumbs. Where's Andor? We'll be distracted by other shiny things. Right. 
<laughs> and we'll be waiting to see what happens at Disney World. Maybe we can actually, you know, go down there and afford to go. <laughs> but um, no, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't think. I mean, I, this was the wild card in the whole series. In the, you know, you're looking at everything, and this was the wild card. Like we didn't, you know, we didn't, had no clue what to expect. And I think it's the same thing with Rogue One where we had no clue what to expect and it had nobody and it no you know no no characters we cared about were in this when I mean, we cared about andor but you know in in the scheme of things he wasn't a, a, a fab four or fab five or whatever you know um character so we we had a little bit of emotional attachment to it but nowhere near what we do to luke leia chewy han 3po the you know that group of characters yeah. so and then they they made us care about people we had no clue of. yeah it worked yeah it worked as a as a series it made us care and uh i like it i like where it went i like the post-credit scene mm-hmm. which you were right or somebody was right well, i thought were... it was death star pieces yeah but you had quoted you... somebody that said that they would look like lego pieces or something or tied downs or something i don't know i didn't say that there's somebody who said who posted lego instructions on how to build those things yeah well you you somebody had said that they looked like tie downs or tie cross ties or something in construction where they you could use them to hold pieces together i don't know I maybe you yeah maybe you texted it to me or you put it in one of I didn't text groups. that i don't know okay fine I didn't say that i don't even think that I think they're Death Star pieces. They were Death Star pieces. Oh, I was right. They were Death Star oh. pieces, Jason. Yeah. Which is cool. It's a cool tie-in, uh, you know, because there was, I also heard another podcast that were saying what would have been funny is if they were putting them together and then you had another room taken up apart. So it was just a perpetual loop that you never yeah, that got anything Ted. done. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that was Ted. Yeah. Over at the Force of Course. <laughs> you build them on level two you take them down to six you take them apart you send the pieces back up to level two they put it together and you take it down to six and you bring it apart just busy work but no they were building they, there was a reason why the empire wanted them to work so hard is because they want to finish their death star yeah see and that's what i'm uh because 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 they need the death star in situations where that last was it ferrix uh-huh. you have rebellions breaking out you know you're not going to start a rebellion if you know that there's a big giant laser in the sky that's going to blow up your planet you're going to be quote behaving as according to the empire's way of behaving you're not going right. to start a rebellion yes so hey i have a feeling like and i really think that they're going to build up we're going to see some really cool crossovers in the next season of andor i think i i uh, think huh who well, they already built into Death Star, so it's not because there was, you know, like Thrawn, they can bring him in because the TIE defenders were. Yeah, there you go. You're laughing. Why'd you mute it? Why'd you because mute I it? I started laughing. It's always <laughs> back to rubble. It's all back to rubble. But, you know, him and the TIE defender, you know, that was yes. uh, he fought with Krennic or whatever about that with the TIE defenders. So you can bring that storyline into it. Yeah, then you can bring the start of the rebels into it. You can bring Ahsoka into it if you really wanted to. You know, it, I, 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 the more and more I think about it, the more and more I think they're building up to some kind of really awesome, uh, Rebels movie, huh? 
Rebels crossover. Rebels, Rebels crossover with Heir to the Empire or something. But how cool would that be that they spent the last however many years on TV and then to come back to the movie screen would be that movie in Star Wars, in the Star Wars universe? What movie? The Heir to the Empire <laughs> crossover event. To throw know. that. They did it with Marvel, man. Uh, they could do it with Star Wars. That's Marvel, that's not Star Wars. Oh, I don't give a crap. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> give me my rebels. I just want good storytelling, man. And we've got it in Andor. And I just I wanted to keep going, man. Yeah, maybe uh Chopper will just roll on through in the background. Maybe we'll go to Yavin, and that's where we'll see Chopper and Hera and well, maybe not Sabine because she's out looking for. She's looking for Ezra. Maybe they'll pop in Ezra. with Ezra. Yeah, no. <laughs> Genevieve, Genevieve O'Reilly played uh, Mon Mothman Rebels. Yeah. She played Mon Mothman Andor in Revenge of the Sith. There you go. And Rogue One. And Rogue One. There's the tie-ins. She's played more Mon Mothma than Return of the Jedi. We just lived with that Mon Mothma uh, longer than Genevieve O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. But I love what I love what she did to her husband. Oh my god, that was so awesome! She threw him under the bus. Totally did it, man. That, that was, was, yeah, that was insane. You've been gambling again. I love how they go to Canto Bite and you know just kind of throws. I also love when they do that. They'll just throw a little hint in there, and, and unless you're then you're going. You know, unless you know what's going on, you have no clue, which is beautiful. Maybe he's the dad of Broom Boy. <laughs> there, Screw we can you. bring in Broom Boy from The Last Jedi into Andor's universe. Here I go. It's all connected. I'm it's just warming connected. up. Here we go, Tony. We're getting there. Let's go. <laughs> Maybe Broom Boy is the son of Snoke. Yeah, there you go. It was funny. I think it was Sam Sams in the West Virginia group. Posted a picture of Snoke in a tube. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> and he's like, I can't swim. <laughs> from the Mandalorian. It's Snoke from the Mandalorian. We think that's Snoke in one of the Empire testing facilities. There was uh, test tubes, and it looked like Snoke was in one of them in some liquid. And someone took a screenshot of that, and they posted a, a word bubble that says, I can't swim. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. It's all connected. So much fun. So much fun. What else? I don't know. Yeah. Getting ready for this uh, social. Yeah. Are you nervous? A little bit. Yeah. I started to get nervous today. I was nervous just because I want to make sure everyone has a good time. But do I have everything ready? Will I be ready? I've got my stepdad, like I said before, coming over to be the bartender. So I don't have to worry about people getting drinks. Um. We'll have to get some of that craft beer that was at Skippy's. You'll have to tell me what that was. I'll have to remember. I just want to make sure we have something other than spirits. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we'll have texting trivia, which me- reminds me I have to write down some trivia questions. Um, should be a good time to hang out. All that fun stuff. Yeah. We have four Macs, four different macaroni and cheeses. I think we have three chilies. Shannon might make two, uh, which would give us four chilies, but I'll, I'll disqualify one of them. <laughs> yeah, can't we take home second and first again. Yeah, we were talking about that, uh, me and my wife were, and she's like, what I'm going to have to do, because there's the, 
the uh, swap meet in the morning. So what you have to do is like Friday night, get at least the the chili we can throw in a crock pot. It's no big deal. But the Mac, you've got to bake. Yeah. So it's going to be an awesome Star Wars weekend. Uh, probably need to call in sick on Monday. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh, you're going to the Conyer? And Conyer then we show? go to the Conyer show on Sunday. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to make it. We'll see. Yeah. It'll be a rough show, but it'll be fun. Yeah, we got a toy toy for tots donation drive happening. I already threw in a couple pieces in there. Sweet. So that's ready to go. Did uh you pick any no, you didn't pick any did you pick anything up on the Amazon thing? Because they had a no, good sale. No, it was a good sale. Like I don't need Dengar for nine dollars is a reason why he's nine dollars. Yeah. You know. I almost picked up the Boba Fett, uh the TVC Boba Fett, like throw no, it was that black series throwing room boba fett but i was like i don't need another boba fett yeah i just got that one like last month or a week ago or something like that so it's like it's it's a great deal it would have been a great deal a couple weeks ago yeah but oh well yeah it just really sunk because every i kept trying to find good deals on stuff and nothing that i wanted i mean i found some stuff on amazon that has nothing to do with any star wars stuff but you were just kind of begging to find good stuff on Black Friday deals and nothing was to be had. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So, yeah, the, the heat is on now for that social. I'm going to be consumed with that. I got I told the kids tonight, you know, when we clean a room, do not mess it up. <laughs> You'll get in deep trouble. Probably gonna take out a couple coffee tables just to make more room because we're expecting more people than the last social. Yeah. So yeah, space is a concern. <laughs> well, we'll just sit in each other's laps, man. Oh. Hey, hey now. Ooh, no, it's not that kind of party. Hello there. So should we uh wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap is it up. Is this a short episode? I I lost track of time because of uh my computer problem. I uh, maybe maybe a short episode, but I think we'll be all right. All right. Well, let's yeah. wrap it up. Let me... Thank you for listening to the Smugglers Galaxy podcast. If you could please leave a like and a five star review of the show anywhere you listen to your podcast, it really helps us out. It points people to our show. Follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Send us an email or message us. We'd love to make you part of the show. We always enjoy your feedback. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smugglers Galaxy logo. You can find him over at Facebook as Puerto Rico Star Wars. Thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the Smugglers Galaxy music. Hasbro, pre- I was on a roll. Hasbro, please re-release VC66. Hashtag vote with your wallet. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force to reflect the community. This is the way. This is the way.